I'm Brian Carpenter, host of Fresh Air at Five, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Shooks and Gifts, Season 4, Episode 11. In this episode, I have a very special surprise guest. And we talk about some fun end-of-year activities, because some of us are still in school, that include games, Google Doodles, online instruments, sound effects, laundry art, and apps to help you get in touch with nature. As a bonus, we're also going to share some great summer learning opportunities. Let's give it a go. Welcome to Shooks and Gif, the podcast where we share edtech treasures we love. Each week, we'll share a tool, podcast, tip, or trick with you, our listeners. We are your hosts, Kim Polishuk and Jen Giffen. Let's give it a go. Hey, Kim. Hi, Jen. So, do you know why you should always fear a pirate duck? No, why should you always fear a pirate duck? Because he has the power to unleash the quacken. <laughs> quacken, not crack. Oh, the quacken, the quacken. It's a pirate joke. You know how much I love pirate jokes. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Back. I'm so excited. A guest appearance this by is- Shooks. <laughs> All the stuff you now legitimately do have a super fancy high tech microphone. I legitimately do. Listen to how good I sound. I sound, <laughs> I sound like I'm talking to you from an old fashioned tin microphone That's with okay. a string attached to it, and on the other end is you with your like podcasting outfit. I know. It, well, the irony of it is, I got I got the roadcaster equipment, and I think we've probably talked about the high fancy stuff before um, as part of my learning commons. And then schools in Ontario are still shut down to the end of the year, and I didn't want it delivered to the learning commons, like everything, just because things walk right. Or they, and, I, and I'm not concerned because no one's in there that it's going to get stolen, but it'll just be put in the wrong place, and no one will know where it went. Like yeah. I just want it in in my possession. And so then I asked, can I can I keep it and play with it over the summer? Can I use it? Well, you also get an opportunity to learn how to use it it's exactly how, it. how and, it works and i do know and there there were some things at the beginning i was like what and thank thank you tom covington thank you tom covington i love you because there were certain things at the beginning like why isn't this working and he helped just little things it's really intuitive um but there were a couple little things that i was like well i can go to their help page or i can go to google or i can i can vox tom <laughs> so that's what i did is the goal for students to be using these for podcasting Absolutely. or other types yeah. of audio recording? Anything. Like we could hook it up in our gymnasium, I'm sure, and have people, you know, announce games or graduation or assemblies or uh, maybe people want to sing. I can see the music department coming in and doing things oh, with yeah. it. So, yeah. Your, just, your voice is so crisp. I know. I'm so fancy. <laughs> so yeah, but I got it and then I stopped recording podcasts. I, I just I hit <laughs> did you read Kim the I think it was in the New York Times, the article about languishing? Did you see that article? I I remember hearing about it because the word is popping into my head. So I remember so hearing about it. I'll link it in case listeners didn't see it, but it went pretty viral. Um and it was just about okay, you're not feeling really depressed and you're not feeling but you're just just not yes. feeling you you're like it's like you're a deflated balloon you're still a balloon yeah. you haven't been popped but like that's my best analogy and I read it and I was like yes yes 
yes, this is exactly how I feel. And, and that's where I was. So I, you know, Steph Howell and I, and God bless her, I love her, um, recorded. And then I just went, you know what, I, I'll, I'll think of something. And things came up here and there. That, but I was like, man, I'm not really feeling it. And so then well, I finally, I mean, yeah, I finally decided, okay, I'm going to reach out to Kim and see, like, I want to do, I knew it would be the last one. Although watch me, like, you know, anywhere school for Google is next week. And you saw a preview I was teaching, but Kim filled me yeah. in ahead of time because we're both in the, the NDA. And it looks awesome. So I might just do a little pop-up next week. Um but I might not who knows um but I just haven't like it's just it's been a hard year so anyway I, I got this in and then I was like oh I should record and I didn't so I reached out to Kim and I sent it to her and I was like okay and then I didn't hear back and I didn't hear back and I'm like oh, okay I guess I guess she doesn't want to do it or what like it got lost and I didn't think of it and then we were in another event together and we saw each other and every time we go into meetings like that where you see each other we're like hi hi like waving kind of just trying to be discreet but we're never discreet um in this google meet and she texted me or I texted you. I forget how it happened because that's what we do. We all of a sudden realize yeah. we have to have a side chat. And I was like, oh my gosh. And she had replied and I totally missed it. And this is happening. I know. I, mean, I replied and I never heard back. I know. It was like, I so I stood you up. Uh, you didn't stand me up. And I was just like, okay, maybe she's busy or whatever. I should have looked because my phone has been doing that lately. I think sometimes when I read it on my watch, it marks as read on my phone. I think that's what happens. But oh, that's know, possible. Technology is well, listen, I, I kind of, I totally get it. I have stepped away and... I've not only stepped away from recording the podcast and it's nothing against the podcast. Of course, you know, I love you and I, and I love spending time with you and, and talking as if no one's listening <laughs> there. Hopefully a couple of people are, <laughs> I, I hope, I think some people are listening, but you know, it's just sometimes life takes a turn and other things just step up and take priority and like a puppy, I, like, like a puppy. Tell That's the most you. recent new priority. My new puppy, Boston. So cute. Um, yeah, he's adorable. We'll put a picture, a couple pictures, or maybe a thousand pictures in the in the uh, show notes. Yeah, I just, I needed to, it, it was just difficult doing my job, parenting. Um, I stopped leaving workshops, really. Yeah. Also, and, and it's nothing against ed tech. I still love it. It's my job every single day. But sometimes things just have to take a turn. And... And at first I felt really guilty about it. And I'm kind of sharing this just because I'm sure there's other people out there who have had to reprioritize their life. And at first I felt guilty about it, but then I just started to realize I have to, I have to live my life in a way that makes me sane, content, yeah. and I have to say no things. And so as much as I missed this um, and you, I mean, we still talk, but we do. this, um, I, I had to, I had to shift. And yes, one of those shifts was my new puppy, Boston. And the the name Boston came from a compromise or perhaps a, an all-out brawl. But one child wanted to name the puppy Austin and the other child wanted to name the puppy Bailey. And so we meshed them together and got Boston. And one kid says, all I got was the B and he got the whole name. <laughs> And I, it's fine. It's a good, I, we really like it. It's a great, no name. other Boston dogs out there other no. than the breed Boston, Boston uh, terriers, yeah. Boston terriers, but nobody's calling their dog Boston. So it's pretty good. There's like a hundred Baileys in his social group. There, there's no Boston. There are tons. I'm glad you didn't go with Bailey. Bailey, no, no offense to anyone who has a Bailey dog, but Bailey is a very, a very common name. Oh, I for, love the name. For dogs. I was on board, but there was just yeah. a disagreement. So yeah, it's funny. We got the cats back in, in October. I think I talked about them. 
October, yeah. October, I don't know. Um, or we, but yeah. we, um, we named like the one, the girl, I had her named ahead of time. They're, they're orange tabbies. And I named her Mimosa because hi, she's orange. You can always, you can always have a Mimosa. You can always have, now we call her Mo for short because the kids couldn't say Mimosa for some reason. Really, they, 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 which I guess is a good thing that they don't understand what the alcohol names are. Um, <laughs> but then, uh, then the second one we were like going and it was Bennett who finally looked and we said, okay, what are orange things? And they went for like, like, oh, let's name it Tiger. And I'm like, oh, hard no. And then my kids love the cereal checks and they eat the honey nut checks, which are orange. So then he said, what about checks? And it's sort of a play on Rex, like the dog name. And it's good. I'm like, checks ah, is great. Oh. And checks is fat like fat the cat's not even a year old and it's like 17 pounds like I, I'm scared to take it to the vet I'm not gonna That's take it Boston. um like it's huge anyway and so we call them chubby checkers and that works too right so like it, it yeah. does work it's funny about names it's funny it's funny that names it was like it's like our show right with shooks and gift we just came up with it and someone said well if kim's stepping back and she, are you gonna and you and i talked about this are you gonna keep well, i shooks talked about it because just so everybody knows i i when this when i decided to step back jen and i had multiple conversations and met in most of them or all of them especially the last few i wanted to make it very very clear that she had my complete blessing to change the name to go in her own direction because i didn't want her to feel like she was accountable to me or she owed me anything. And, and, and Jen chose, no. I actually like, did you ever say on air what your plan was? I, I don't remember. You tell them. I, I don't remember the if I did or not. Thing? The Jimmy yeah, Kimmel I, thing? I, I don't know whether I might've, you tell the story. Cause it was funny. I had a good so, so I said, you know, you, you, you have complete autonomy, do what you need to do. I will never, I will never resent it. I, it's my decision to step away. You be you and take it where you need to go. And she said that she kind of liked keeping it as shooks a gif. And it was just, you were like the Matt Damon of Jimmy Kimmel. And you're always, there's no time for you by the end of the episode. And that's how it's going to be. That's how it's going to be. And then you're always here in my heart. And every time I have it, it's not like it's just the podcast. Like, oh, this is me and Kim. It's where we are. I like it. And then you can always step back in and it's not weird. Like today. Perfect. I also have the soundboard. The soundboard is so good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. My students laugh. I end every class with this. We start and I'm like, okay, guess what, everybody? It's that time. It's time for Justin and the boys. Ah. And now the kids get so excited. And I think I've created this like Pavlovian. Here we go. I, um, I think I've created this Pavlovian thing that every time they hear bye, bye, bye by NSYNC they're going to get really excited that it's like the end and they have freedom like I, I think that I think that I've created this generation of kids who are really excited about NSYNC again which makes me happy at any rate that's nice catching up maybe people came here not to hear us just banter they're, maybe they oh, did maybe, maybe I they did I don't know but how about we um we jump into things okay so what have you got well when I asked you, you know, want to do something, I said, you know, do you want to do like things that we could do at the end of the year? Because here in Ontario, we still have, how many do I have? I have five instructional days left. If elementary school has six and a half, ele- has yeah, six and a half days left. Is that all it is? No, six, in my head, it seems no, so much longer because I'm it's, thinking weeks, but it's, it's all it is. Yeah, June has gone by so quickly. So in oh like tomorrow in high school, we have a feedback day. Um, where we're, yeah. we're helping kids who aren't doing well, who aren't passing catch up. We have all of next week. And then we have, I think there's, a, and one of those days, days, one of those days is an asynchronous day for all of us next week. 
and yeah. then there's two other days. Anyway, well, not me, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So there's but all next week, it. and then yeah. two days. There's Friday, all next week, Monday, Tuesday, the week after. So we go right through until the 29th. Um, yeah. And a lot of a lot of our mm-hmm. listeners might already be on spring break. Good for you, or on summer break. I mean, good for you. Way to be. Come talk to us in August when we're still on summer break. <laughs> I get so jealous yeah. seeing all these people. I get really jealous of people. I was seeing just saying that to second- Kim Randall that I was I was, I was working with teachers who are already on summer break and you know they're relaxing they're doing pd because they want to and we're still at work but then i said yeah but just wait until mid-august that's right and you're all back and i'm i'm relaxed i i can't wait last year at the end of the year i had a bottle of champagne and i like you know sprayed it like i just won the indy 500 although i think in the indy 500 is not the one where i think i saw you you made a gif of it right yeah that's right yeah a a gif of it that's right and i (laughs) i shook it i said i said to my husband this year i'm like trev this year i'm gonna do a champagne cannon i don't know what it looks like i don't know how i'm gonna build it but I'm going to like blow champagne up and like bathe in it or something because this year I think we deserve it. Anyway. Oh my God, give in the tub. Give in the tub. Oh my gosh, Sandra Chow. <laughs> we had this long standing joke with Sandra Chow whenever I was mean to her. If you know Sandra Chow, she's at Watt Nunu. We talk about her a lot on the show. <laughs> that I would always get relegated because we would often stay in her rooms at conferences and, and there was the no joke, room for Jen. There was never room for Jen. And I was like, I can sleep in the tub. And then it became a thing when I was naughty. She would be like, Give in the tub. It was give like, in the tub. Give in the tub with champagne. Wah, wah, and a tuba. I need a tuba. And a tuba. <laughs> wah, wah. Exactly. Oh, I have that. Look a lot of inside jokes that people may not understand but i have that one hold on i have hold on. Do you? of course you can't have a soundboard without the sad tuba <laughs> i can only i can just see the emojis yeah right anyway okay so we talked about um talking about you're at the end of the year what can you do and so this is what we put together so the first thing that i want to come back to and i believe i've i've talked about this before is a file that i curated with a lot of sandra chow's stuff look at how we came full circle there sandra and a lot of ryan o'donnell's things as well are in there along with some other people and i gave credit where i had it this is not my um i did not create these uh there's a a, a couple in there i think i did but most of them are created by other people credit is there where it's due i've curated it the the forever librarian that i am i've curated but it's a whole bunch of games Mm -hmm. You make a copy to yourself for yourself because you'll need that. You can then push them out in Google Classroom, tell the kids to make their own copies. But they have like Connect Four is in here, Chess is in here, Blocus is in here, uh, Scrabble. So we shared this in yeah. our in, as consultants in the YRDSB yeah. out on Twitter, and we shared it through our Digital Literacy Network distribution list. It went yeah. bananas. It is. It is it by far huge. the most active tweet I've ever had. And I listen, I'm, I'm on Twitter. A lot of people know this and I've had some pretty big yeah. tweets, but that one, it explodes and it continues to explode. That's what I like. It's like people find it and they're like, Oh my gosh, it's exactly what I need now. And it's a whole and new life again. So they go. Yeah. So just remember to file, make a copy. Don't ask for permission because you're going to fill up our friends inboxes um, because it's not about, you know, you need to have your own copy to do it, but there's a whole bunch of different ones in there um, by people. If you have ones that you've created, by all means, please send them to me, virtualgif at gmail.com or jen at virtualgif.com. You'll get me either way. I could keep going. <laughs> jen at shakeuplearning.com. We can do jennifer.given at wiredsb.ca. You can send them anywhere you want. Um, and you can send them to me on Twitter. You can send them to me on Instagram. I'm a TikTok. Box her. Box me. No. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. Are you part um, of that new that new one with the circle? Clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Clubhouse. I was on Clubhouse for a bit, but then I'm sort of off now. I just, I couldn't. Anyway, um, you can share them with me. Just make sure that your name's in the title. So like I have one here, Wits and Wagers by Bailey Allenberg. So I love that her name is in that so people see it there because I think that's important. Or make sure it's on your board somewhere that in the background so people can't get rid of it because you need credit. 
right? And we don't want people reselling it on, on TPT because that's not nice. It's not nice. But anyway, they're all in there and it's a really fun way to like end the year. I know that there's also, on a little side note, there's a website called Board Game Arena. And if you are online, um, you should be able to get into that and have access to a lot of the games. I have a premium membership for it. I got it about a year ago when I heard about it. I think I've spoken about it on the show before. Um, BoardGameArena.com, it has tons of board games. It's so slick. They have built-in audio, built-in video feature, although I usually go into a meter or Zoom instead. I find it's more stable. Um, and you can play. And if you pay, and I think I pay like six bucks a month, and we have games nights at least once a month with a variety of friends, um, everyone, so long as one person has premium, you get access to all the games and you get, you can't play from the same IP address with someone. So if you want to play with, you know, a housemate or a spouse, partner, whoever, um, you can't unless one of you has premium, but because I have premium, all the spouses that we play with, they're able to get in. So I don't mind paying that. Um, but again, it can be free. And if you're online, it might be a really cool option for your students. Um, I, I would watch it because you do have to create an account. So remember student privacy and this sort of thing. And you can make it that you only play with friends. So it might be a little bit um, getting into things. But even if like for a staff kind of thing, it might be fun. Um, whereas the curated game folder might be better. And that is for sure linked in the show notes. So that's my first share. Let's play some games because you know Kim and I, we love our games. That's awesome. That's great. That'll be fun. Hmm. So if I'm being totally honest, yes, which I always am, you are. Um, I completely forgot that that was your request to think about end of the school year things. So I don't. I have one end of the school year thing. Not oh. that that was my intention when I came up with it, but it could certainly be used. So I'll share that one first. Um, I was just thinking about it was the Google Doodles. You know how every so often Google will have a, a doodle, and you can click on it and and investigate something or learn a little bit about history. Yeah. So I thought as an inquiry focus or something to just occupy your students for an hour or so, if you visit google.com slash doodles, you can explore, I don't know if it's all of them, but I can just keep searching and I, it just keeps going and going and going. But it's a history of all of the Google doodles uh -huh. that Google has put out. Oh, yeah. And you can get information on all sorts of random things. So it could be a good trivia if you wanted to, um, do some trivia with your students. If you wanted to do a little bit of learning and, and as a bouncing off point for an inquiry afternoon. Um, but I like that there is a history of all of them. I like that too. I like that you could probably pivot and say, okay, pick one that you like and redo it. Like go into Google drawings and how else might they have um, represented this based on the learning you did from that Google doodle what else could you create that's maybe not as robust because these are done or or you could show them all to them and then have the students do the google doodle challenge which i know you can't enter as canadians i know in the, our right. american friends can but it's even just a fun thing to do um for for fun for our students to be like hey what would you create and the one from this year is actually quite lovely i don't know if you saw it it's about caring and it's, it's really, it's lovely. The winter this year, I highly recommend people have a look. I am it. a little confused why Father's Day keeps popping up. No matter how far I scroll, I keep seeing the same father. Father's Day 2020 came out on September 13th. Father's Day. Where was the other one I just saw? Oh, oh yeah. Father's Day. Now one's June 6th. Now one's, yeah. yeah right. I mean, and Mother's Day. There's a bunch of Mother's Day. Mother's Day is in October. So maybe in different parts of the world. There have different Father's Days and Mother's Days? Could be. Yeah, because they, are, they are on different dates. Here's one on the 30th. Here's one on the 27th. Here's one on the 26th. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if it's a Google glitch. Oh, a Google glitch. I don't know. 
That's, that is weird. Anyway, so I thought that would be a neat little website to explore with your students. I like that. Uh, it is fiery spark or simply to look at what does Google think is, uh, is worth sharing. All right. That is cool. What's represented. I like that. Okay. So the next one that I want to show you is, um, I, I think it's going to be best if I share my screen for this. Or you know what? No, I'm not going to. I'll let you go in. So click that link there, okay. Kim, that says play with keyboard. It's going to take yeah. you to a YouTube channel. I don't remember okay. where I found this, but I was like, oh, this is crazy. So play with keyboard is a YouTube channel where you go in and there's all these instruments listed. And what someone has done is they've used keyboard shortcuts, our favorite, in YouTube. And they know, okay, I'm going to play a note on that instrument yeah. at different time markers. So at 15 seconds, and then we'll have a pause, and then 30 seconds, and then 45 seconds. So you don't get, you don't get the full range of notes from that instrument, but you get the main ones. Okay. So that when you have the video loaded, let's say you're on the piano, you might say, okay, if I press number one, because they have it time marked in their description for the video, it's going to play a C. If I push the number two, because that's at the 30 second, the second time mark in the video, it's going to play a D. If I push number three, it's going to play an E. So what can I do? I can find sheet music or make up my own music and just push the number keys on my keyboard and it will play those notes in YouTube and I could play an instrument just by pushing numbers on my keyboard. So hold on. It's a, it's a YouTube video that is responsive. Only because they use keyboard shortcuts. So someone has recorded a video where at the, like the zero second mark, they've played one note. 15 seconds later, they play the next note. And because then in the description, they've put, she's, she's muted now. I think she's going to go play with it. Are you going to go play with it, Kim? Yeah, she's going to play. So unmute Kim and let, let them, let them hear what you're playing. Well, I don't know how well it will come through, but we'll see. I don't know how it'll have to come through my speakers. Okay. okay. So here's the YouTube. I'm on the saxophone and I see the zero is highlighted. So if I press zero, so, okay, no, nothing's happening. Hold on. It heard it. But I pressed zero. So do I have to press the number it wants me to press? No, you press any number. Press the number five now. Yeah, it's... How is that responsive? Because the time markers... In like if you if you go down to the um oh, if you go down to the description right it has it back a, and forth in the video precisely it jumps back and forth in the video which I also didn't know that if you have time markers in the video if you push number three it goes to the third marker and that's all it's doing it's go it's jumping back and forth between the places that I are marked mm-hmm. cool oh, that's right brilliant so, so you can I have knew, a, a little band I knew that band. you could jump like I knew you could push numbers to jump through a video I think I think I even shared that at some point in the history of our podcast that if you five you jump halfway through seven yeah. nine whatever so those are time markers and at that time marker is that sound correct oh my gosh and so, it, does it say yeah on, on screen when you push it it'll say oh this it is does. a d or this is a g minor or this is right so, okay so hold on i'm thinking about applications here mm -hmm. because if we're looking at hybrid learning yep now, obviously, kids can't be taking home their instruments. No. Nope. And if you don't have something like um, Soundtrap, yep. 
as a bare minimum way to integrate music, reading music and creating music. Certainly, certainly at the K-8 level or K-6. Yeah, for sure. Yes. They could be using numbers to bring out the tones or the whatever. The, that's not the right, is that yeah. the right word. I don't know. Numbers um, bring out the note. The note. Yeah. The note. Uh, to play something yeah. or create. Yeah. And for fun at the end of the year, you can say, okay, here's a group, go into a breakout room, find a song. And I, I'm going to hazard that there's going to be a few musical people in your group, in your class who can maybe read some music or not and just be like, okay, here's a really simple one. Give them like, here's Hot Cross Buns. Here's Mary Had a Little Lamb. Here's something. Go ahead and play it on your three instruments of choice and come back and have a little class concert. Wow. And I wonder if you even split your screen. Mm-hmm. And you could have different instruments out or the same instrument. And you could be harmonizing. Oh, amazing. I didn't think of that. I love that. That's, that's really cool. That's a great share. It's a lot of fun. It's a, you, it's sort of a rabbit hole. Once you get started, if you really like music and playing instruments, I've always wanted to be a musical instrument player. Maybe you're not kind of like me. It's awesome. Anyway, that's my second that's, share. That's called, cool. It's a whole playlist. It's called Play With uh, Keyboard. It's not only traditional um, instruments. Like they have the ukulele, right? They have the uh, piano. They have the saxophone. But then they have other instruments. A pan flute is one of them. Wait, oh, I have has, another idea. Kim, Kim has a face right now. Yes, Kim. Could, Kim. just working through this in my head, could students create their own? If, if, you're, if you create with, if you have a tool like Soundtrap yep. or some kind of recording tool, could you, in a sense, create your own interactive YouTube video? Of course you could. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Where where you might, like, for example, on a guitar, they only, like, you can only have nine, right? Because you only have so many keys, or ten, I guess. Right, right, right. Key. But you would say, okay, here are the ten notes you need, or here are the X number of notes you need, so that you don't have to have all of them on. For sure you could. For sure. That's fun. You could even do it without instruments and just be like, okay, let's make silly sentences, right? And say one word at different time markers and make them say funny, oh, funny different that's sentences. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that, that language component. Yep. Anyway, play with keyboard. It's a it's a playlist on YouTube. I loved it. I, I thought it was so fun. I go back and I play with it. I had my students play with it and I had a handful of them like, you could yes, do Mad Libs. Crazy. You could create Mad Libs. <laughs> You totally could. There's so By much what, you can do. Whatever, like your verbs are your even numbers and your yep. nouns are your odd numbers yep. and you could start building your Mad Libs story. Be awesome. There you go. That's what I have. That's number two. Fun. That's number two. Fun. You, have, you have a trick for okay. us. Okay. So I have a trick. Okay. Um, and this, this may be widely known. Uh, again, I have stepped away from this arena for a little while of the, what's new and, and just released. So You'll excuse me if you're like, um, that's not a big deal. <laughs> but yesterday when I was inside uh, a meet in one of our meetings, I had muted my microphone. Yeah. Just like that. And then I unmuted it just because. And then I accidentally pressed return or enter. Oh. And it, it, it muted my microphone off and on, off and on. Just by pressing return because it was the last thing that I had clicked. Um, oh my dear. And then it works for your camera also. So I turned my camera off. Bye, Jen. Bye. And now I'm going to press enter and it turns my camera on and my camera off and my camera on. So I is so, okay. So good. So you didn't know. You didn't know this. No, but it has to be the last button you push. What what happens if I, okay, so I'm going to go in here and I'm going to, I'm going to type something in the chat and I'm going to hit that. And then 
No, it has to. Okay. So it has to be, you haven't touched anything else. So if you're just in a meeting where you aren't necessarily presenting or doing a lot, but you just need that quick, okay, I'm listening. I'm active. Here you go. I want to go in and out again. And you don't want to use I'm going to turn my camera off and I'm going to move my cursor to a different browser tab, but then I'm going to move my cursor back. Okay. And as long as I click inside this browser, I can just press enter. And it was the last thing that I clicked inside the meet. So I've gone and done something else. I came back, just made sure that my, my clicker, my cursor was active in this browser. And then I pressed return. I did not know that. That is a cool little trick. Especially, like, like I said, it's not probably good if you're presenting, but it's very good if you are a passive member of an audience and need to really quickly do that. Yeah. And it's one fewer button it's than control or button. command D or E. Because we're lazy. lazy. Really lazy. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's really cool. Okay. Thanks. That's fun. I like, I can tell my students that who are like half asleep in bed all the time. Okay. So my, I have, I have two more. You and okay. you, you, I think are done. I have so one more idea. Oh, you do. You have an idea. Oh, right. You, you shared well, it with me. This the, is the thing I just, yes. Yeah. Okay. So the next one, I actually heard about this a while ago on the um, EdTech Takeout podcast with um, Jonathan and Mindy. And it is called My Instance. And I, I sort of, I heard it. I'm like, oh, okay. And I didn't really think anything of it. And then I came back to it when I got this soundboard. So My Instance, if you open it up there, Kim, is that My Instance? Like I Should I be muting myself again? You might want to, yeah. My Instance, like I-N-S-T-A-N-T-S dot com. Now, I will tell you it's not totally safe for work all the time because there are some things in here that, you know, anyway, it's a soundboard. So remember in our meetings when I used to sit there, Kim, and always want to look at for sounds and you can log in and you can create your own favorites. Not your own, sorry. You can, you can select your own favorites. So I can come in here and be like, um, I don't want to do that one because that one's going to really upset people because like if they're here, okay. I was going to do the, the MLG air horn. That's like, like, but that hurts yours. And if you're driving, I don't want to do this, but you can do this. Like I'm going to do brah. If the kids are being silly, right? Or let's say if, if you have big like Roblox kids, Ooh. that's the Roblox oof sound, if you know it. Uh, Windows XP error sounds. So someone's just uh, like, yeah. So is this specific to your browser? Um, this is, I'm, what do you mean? Oh, you for your favorites? Is that the question you're asking? Well, I'm just saying if this isn't changing it for everybody who goes to the website. This is just specific to your browser. No, this is if you have your favorites when you log in, then yes. Oh, so there is an app. Okay, there, you, you log it's, in. Okay. It says install app, but I don't. I don't. I even didn't see an app. I always just sign in with um with my Google and there, or or you can log in with Facebook and you have it, but there's a whole bunch and you can actually search for them as well. So if you want like the sad trombone, for example, let's see, I'm going to click here. I just, I accidentally double clicked back. I got really click happy. That happens. Okay. So I can go to sound button and I could say sad trombone. There's a search right across the top and it yields me survey says there it is or there's the saddest trombone i don't like that one as much. it sounds like a person saying yeah i think i think i think that was but you can search a whole bunch so again if you want to have something that you are you know you're in class and let's say you in this case you have to make sure depending on how you're sharing if you're in meet like i use you wouldn't be able to you'd have to have no headphones and and 
you know, right. No mic, but I, but even if you're recording a podcast and you don't have the super fancy high tech soundboard, exactly. You could create your own. Yep. And, and you know what, you can also maybe take them from here if you do have a soundboard, cause the soundboard just like takes sounds from anywhere but yeah there's a whole bunch and i thought it, i thought it was pretty fun there are some in here that are not like here's like there's curse words in here that you don't necessarily want to have but there's chewbacca there's like if you're a big bang theory theory fan bazinga right you can do that um, oh nice air horns and yeah there's a whole there's this i like this one this one's called sexy sax jenna's doing her sexy sax dance it's not very sexy, but it is my sexy sex dance. Oh, my poor husband. Let's say that five times fast. Uh-huh. Maybe not. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's a lot of fun. It, it could prove if you were trying to do like, like put some pizzazz in, if you were doing like a little trivia or if you're doing games and you wanted to have those little like, oh yes, you got it right. Ding. Right. You can have them built in if you're looking for a soundboard. And like I said, if you want to, you can log in and keep some favorites. So they'd be at the ready. Myinstance.com just for a little end of your fun. Okay. Kim's last share. Okay. This last share literally came about 15 minutes ago. This is adorable. So, um, my son's teacher who I'm not going to say her name, uh, on the podcast, cause I haven't checked with her to see if she's okay with it, but if she gives the green light and she wants me to give her credit i will put her name in the show notes awesome. my son's teacher just did this incredible task with the kids this morning and i was in the middle of a meeting and my son comes running and going no you have to stop you have to take a picture of my laundry right now what are you talking about so they had a laundry art challenge as a class so it's scavenger hunt like but what happened was they put pictures on slides of mickey mouse of a very hungry caterpillar, a rainbow, or a hamburger, a flower scene, a famous painting. And they had to recreate that image with laundry. So Jack had a picture of, oh gosh, I, I think it was a person. It might have been, I don't know what it was, but I'm just, I'm looking at all, here's a person. So they had to basically recreate this image with Items of clothing that were in their laundry or in their drawers. I'm sure it didn't matter if they were clean or dirty, but just repositioning them. It was really cute. And they were all running around and then they had to snap the picture and upload it to the slide. And now they have this adorable slide deck of the laundry art challenge. I love that. I love that. I think that's so cute. Now, did they have to lay them out like people or could they like bunch them together just for color and stuff? Oh, no, they could bunch them. So like the Very Hungry Caterpillar, it's all just bunched together. I'll I'll put some pictures of, I think the ones on the main page, I won't show the kids work, of course, but I think the ones on the main page are samples that you can find online. But the Very Hungry Caterpillar is is just a whole bunch of socks and they've been scrunched up and and, uh, the hamburger is socks that are all scrunched up together. Oh, Mickey fun. Mouse is really cool too. Anyways, I thought it was a really I think that's fun, cool. active twist on the probably already used a hundred times. Go find this item in your house and bring it back to the Google meet scavenger hunt, which a year ago was really fun and new. And now Played out. I have nothing left in my house to bring, to show you in the meet. Right. There's only Let's so, so many times I can challenge. look at your cat or dog. Right. I love it. I love that. Okay. The last one that I have to share, and then I wanted I want to talk about some cool summer learning opportunities at the end, um, okay. is actually an app. It's not related to school at all. It's more for teacher wellness. Um, one thing that's really got me through this is walking. So I've I've gone on a lot of walks and hikes with my family. It's something that I really enjoy doing, 
And I happened into this app called All Trails. And I know it's applicable um, here in Canada. And I, I'm pretty sure I saw that it, there's also, I, I'm almost positive it's also in the States. But you can download this or go to the website and it will give you trails in your area. And you can say, okay, I, I, yeah, I feel like going on a hike today. So I'm going to find All Trails here. I'm going to open it up. And automatically it'll say like, you create an account and I say, yeah, good afternoon, Jen. Here's my top trails nearby and here's family friendly trails nearby and best viewed. And I can favorite some of them. I can even, oh, really nice. I can use the filters to say, okay, I want it to be easy, moderate or difficult. How long do I want the hike to be? Um, what kind of activity am I doing? Like, am I going with a stroller? Am I going on a bike? Am I going by myself? And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm able-bodied and is it an in and out or is it a loop? So I only see, cause my kids hate the in and outs and we have found so many cool trails that I had no idea about, like no idea. I was like, I, I feel like I'm in the middle of cottage country, Ontario, yet I'm in Richmond Hill. So I'm wondering if you can layer this mm -hmm. with geocaching. Oh, you probably could. Do you want to, you should talk I'm about sure. the geocaching app is so good. Have we ever talked about geocaching? I don't know if we have, Maybe. we both do it. So if, if you don't know what geocaching is, it's, it's, it's really this lovely uh, activity that makes the whole world seem very small because people all around the world have hidden these little tiny treasures, sometimes they're a little bit bigger, and they've hidden them and they've attached geolocator uh, coordinates to them and they've uh, uploaded those coordinates and a description of what's been hidden and a little bit about the place it's been hidden into the geocache app. And there is a free version and a paid version. My family pays for it because we go geocaching every, as soon as the weather changes, we go geocaching. Mm -hmm. And you find the geocache wherever it's hidden. It could be hidden in plain sight. It could be hidden under a tree, in a forest, in a, in a, like a taped to the back of a pole in a parking lot, wherever it is, they are everywhere. You yeah. would be surprised. And when you open it up, it's usually contained in a little box. And sometimes there's trinkets in there. And sometimes the person who planted it will leave trinkets that you can take away or you replace with something else, but there's a log book. And so you log who you are and the date you found it. Yeah. And one time we actually found one that when we read back in the log, we knew another family oh, that fun. like a year earlier had found it. So we called them afterwards. Um, and it's really great. And sometimes they have these geocaching um, trinkets in there that, when you find them, they ask you to take it and then go plant it in another geocache, another existing geocache somewhere else in the world. Oh, I so they travel know. around and with that trinket is a code and you can put it into the app and see all the places it's gone. Oh, that's cool. I've never around seen that. The world. We so don't pay travel for all around the world and the person that put it in there gets to see how far it went. It's so, kind of like Black Stanley. Yeah. Two years ago, I was moving stuff into my new school and all of a sudden this car came out in front of me. It's like, hi, Jen. And it was Kim's husband, Mark, and her son, Sam. And I was oh, like, yeah. what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, we're geocaching. It's like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is my new school. It was so funny. It was like this random, like, why is Mark here? <laughs> it was very fun. But yeah, and then they, and it was funny because at that point we had thought about it. We'd seen it. I was like, you know what? We should try it. And we did. And we found a few in the neighborhood. We don't do it as much as you do, certainly, but it is a lot of fun. The kids are always like, do you think there's geocache stuff here? But we don't pay for it. So we don't have as many as, as you would have, but we have debated it because it's not, it's not a crazy expensive thing to do. And it's certainly a fun no. way to get kids out and, and motivated. There's free ones everywhere. Yeah. There are free ones everywhere. So if you are going on one of these hikes or you're taking a trip somewhere with your family or even you're just going downtown or somewhere 
open up the app and see what's around. And it's, it's just this, I find it's this really nice way to feel connected to the entire world because somebody else left this here and somebody else has found it. Now I'm finding it. I, I really like the connectivity. We'll put a link, we'll put a link to that, uh, to the app that we use in right. the, uh, in the show notes so people can see. All right. Let's finish it up with cool learning opportunities because maybe there'll be a pop-up, who knows, but if we don't and you're still looking for learning opportunities this summer, there's a whole bunch of stuff coming up. I'll list some, Kim, I don't know if you have any that you want to share, but I certainly have a few that I'm I'm part of. Um, first one is Flipgrid Live. I had a dream about Flipgrid Live. I had a dream about Flipgrid Live a couple nights ago. Um I may or may not be part of a Flipgrid line. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I, anyway, I'm, I'm really like, there'd be a tiny thing. I know I've, there's videos that have been recorded by people and I recorded one, so who knows. Um, but that's the teeny little part. So look for a possible cameo by John Giffen, but maybe not. We'll look for the redhead somewhere. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, I've, I've been to Flipgrid Live a ton of times. We had the speakeasy for Flipgrid Live a couple of years ago at ISTE was epic. I would have loved to be, I had a dream that it was live and it was safe and it was so Was that the one that I was at? When you dance? Yes, yes, when we danced to New Kids. New Kids? Yeah, it was amazing. Um, anyway, Flipgrid Live 21 is happening on the 28th of June. That's like so close to now. Second right? last day of school. Second last day of school, Ontario. That's right. Yeah, it is um, It is there. It is at 7 o'clock Eastern time. So register for that. I'll have a link in the show notes for that. And I'm sure you can just Google it and find it as well. So that's a really cool one. Um, I'm also, uh, I've partnered, I don't think I've announced this since I've been on the show. And if you don't listen to the shake up learning podcast, which you should, oh, yeah. um, have you not shared this yet? I don't know if I have, I, I don't know if it came out. I think I knew in you the shared last it, one. You shared it on Twitter. But I did share it on Twitter. You haven't done an episode. Yeah. So I am a new trainer now with the shake up learning franchise and Casey Bell, which is amazing. I'm very excited about that. And, uh, she asked if I would do a summer learning series and I said, yeah, sure. I'll do a summer learning series. So the summer learning series that we are going to dive into is all about shaken up assessment and and the kind of things that we ask students to do. So I really, like I'm done with marking essays. I've been teaching English for so long and I'm just like, there's got to be more. So I'm doing um, stuff on podcasting, stuff on Ignite Talks, sketch noting, and then just fun different ways to use Flipgrid. So it's geared K-12. You can sort of change it however you want. They're hour-long sessions. They're like on Wednesdays at one in the afternoon. They're spread out. You can come for one. You can come for all four. They are free which is beautiful and you can um you can join me and if you register for it and can't make it let's say you're on vacation or something comes up you get the recording afterwards so that's a lot of fun I'm looking forward to that that sounds great mm-hmm. yeah it should be it should be really good I'm also I'm going to be part of the change maker 21 conference um, put on through uh, ready learner one I saw, yeah and I saw that yesterday. it's asynchronous it's run um from the 14th to the 28th of July you can you log in you get access to everything you have I think it's I forget three or six months afterwards I should know that um you have access as well post-conference it's I love that it's asynchronous so you don't have to log on at a certain time you can make it work for when when it works for you I'm doing sketch noting although you'll notice there's a lot of sketch noting that I'm doing through all of these because that's what I do um I'm doing that but there's a ton of different speakers I'm really excited for that one that I can they can go in and, and hear from people and get like sort of energized before going back to school there's also the Great Plain Summit which focuses a lot on um on Google if you've ever been to a live like Google Summit it's it's one of those and I've heard I have heard of, of this summit for years me too and when they well, reached mainly out, I've heard of it for 
Donnie. Yeah. Like, I think this is one of his favorites. Yeah, it's apparently it's so great. And when they reached out to me and said, hey, we're doing it virtually. Are you interested? I was like, oh, my gosh, yes. Like, it's, you know, I was very, very excited. And that one's on the 13th and 14th of July. It is synchronous, that one. Uh, that one is not free. It's But it's not crazy expensive either. And for who you get when you look at some of the... Um, the speakers, I think it's like totally worth the money. Not that the speakers at the other ones aren't, but let me just check. It's it's uh, 49 American dollars to get into that one. So, um, but they have speakers like they have, let me go through this right now. Uh, they have, who's in here that I know? Uh, Nadine Gilkinson, who I love. Um, she does a lot of stuff with Hyperdocs. Lisa Highfill's in there. Um, Jess Williams, Paula Martinez behind Slides Mania is presenting. Donnie Piercy, of course, is there. Um, who else? Wanda Terrell's in there, who we know and love. And um, George Barsenas is, is presenting. Eric Kurtz, who, you know, wouldn't be a show if I didn't mention Eric, um, is presenting. There's a whole schedule, and it's a lot of fun. And for that one, I'm doing, what am I doing for that? I should know. Um, I'm doing Sketch Note Part 1 and 2, and it's very rare that I get the Part 2. So if you've seen my Part 1, this is Part 2, which I focus on like more like drawing, building your visual icons, and then how to Sketch Note Live, um, some tips around that. So that should be a lot of fun. And then I'm also doing, um, oh, no, sorry, I'm, I'm a liar. That's not that one. Sorry. So that's only Sketch Noting Part 1. And then I'm doing podcasting uh, with Chrome and how you can do that, particularly in uh, the library learning Commons setting. And then the last one that I'm in that's sort of public facing is the uh, Cypress Fairbanks um, ISD Digital Learning Conference. And that is Meredith Acres. Uh, uh, district. So, oh, Kim just did a, oh. oh, yeah. We love Meredith. Meredith puts out the bomb stuff. She actually tweeted about this last year. She was like, oh, and the morning of, and I was sort of sitting around. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll get in. And I thought, like, I'll watch a session. No, like the full day later, I'm still on my computer. And then I was like, I'm coming back tomorrow. It's two days, also free. Um, that runs on the 27th and 28th of July. And that's when we're doing sketch training part one and two on the 27th. And on the 28th, I'm doing a create with Chrome and then um, Google Keep tips and tricks, which I haven't built out in a while. Um, I use Google Keep a lot, but it's, it'll be fun. That's a new one that I'm going to have to create instead of one that I, I'm sitting on. So those are four, five summer learning opportunities that if you are looking for some July PD, you can, uh, you can sign up for that. But if you need a break, that's totally fine too. And I'll tell you where I'll be this summer. Okay. You will find me in my backyard. Good. Mm. Sitting on my <laughs> chairs. Yep. Relaxing. Yep. Because your kids are at camp. <laughs> That's where I will be. Uh, I am doing a couple workshops here and there, but nothing uh, nothing that big. But you know what? I do want to take the opportunity to uh, share Brian Carpenter's podcast, Fresh Air at Five. Yes. And I'll tell you why. Yep. He is such a lovely man. He really and is. he tweeted, I can't remember if it was a public tweet or a DM, I think part of it was public, just uh, reassuring me that stepping away from the public eye, the public eye, like I'm like, I'm stepping <laughs> no, away yeah, from, from the podcast. Yeah, it's like, it's like me and Michelle Obama. Uh, <laughs> stepping away from podcasting and keynoting um, was is is a choice that was okay for me. And and I really appreciated that. So I want to give him uh, a shout out for his Fresh Air at Five podcast. And um, I don't think it needs any more advertising because it's everywhere. But Donnie has a new series called Teachers Passing Notes. And I think that he is going around the state. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just around Kentucky or if it's around the country. But he's, <clears throat> I think he's interviewing teachers of the year and exploring what it's like in other teachers' classrooms. And I really liked that idea, uh, 
especially since I think it's government supported. Like I think it's a, a sabbatical that he's taking and it's not his adventure that he is doing, but it's actually supported by a government or school board or some kind of institution promoting education. And and I thought that was really cool. So take a listen to those two and you can find me on Twitter. Sometimes Um, you can find me posting pictures of my dog on Instagram, but I'll be under my married name, which is Kim Chernoff. And you can email me at Kim at keeplearning.ca. That's where I'll be this summer. There you go. Um, back to Brian. He was actually on as as one of your fill-ins at one point and he he, oh, he pumped up fresh air at five. And he actually he sent me some fresh air at five stickers and he included a couple for you and a note for you, which I still haven't got to. Sorry, Brian. Sorry. But Kim and I have not seen each other. So one day I am going to I'm hope I'm hoping Kim. I'm hoping on Monday on Amazon Prime Day, scooters go on sale because I've had an eye on this electric scooter. Do and they I, really? I might be scooters be scooting. Steph. Steph. I know. Scooters We're, be scooting. Scooters be scooting. Kim and I and our friend Steph went um, to Detroit. We just said this yesterday. Too, I know. And, and we went on those electric scooters and loved it. And then one of my best friends, Chris, just got an electric scooter for his birthday, which was earlier this week. Did and they I go like, on sale on Monday? I was like, why are you talking to me? Why are you taunting me with this? I don't know that they are, but it is Prime Day. So I'm going to look because they're like $430. Right. So I'm like, if it goes down on Prime Day. I might just buy, I don't need it. I zero need this, but I've been talking about it for so long and I've got so many people addicted to scooters that I feel okay, like- Okay, I, I have a question one. though. Are scooters one size fits all? So like if I get one, my son could still use it? I don't know. And I don't know what the rules are because they're motorized if they have, like they have to be on the street and are they allowed to be on the street? So like a bike, I don't know. Well, I've I, seen tons of kids on Yeah, so we, have, have, we have lots of kids in our neighborhoods. But I yeah. really want one, but there's no, absolutely no need for it. Yeah, oh, me too. But I can, and if I get one, I won't let my kids play with it because I mean like that and there's three of them and they'll break it because they break everything. Um, okay. I think that's it. I think that's it. It was so fun to have you back on the show. I was so glad to be back. Yay. Okay. If you do a pop up next week after the anywhere school, if I have time, maybe I'll join. Okay. We'll see what we can do. Well, we'll see if I, you know, I don't, who knows, who knows? We'll see how we feel. You may hear us again. You may not. I don't know. But for now, for now, if you're already on summer, lucky you. Um, enjoy, enjoy enjoy your it. break and we will join you in six teaching days oh yes and Apparently. friends in ontario we're almost there we've got it everyone stay safe have a lovely summer <laughs> wear your masks where you're supposed to get vaccinated if you can and let's open up the world one more time so we can hug each other i r l kim i love you thanks for being here thanks for having me back okay. <laughs> bye, bye everyone, everyone. That's it for this week. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you think others might enjoy some of this learning, please give us a rating. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found at shooksandgif.com. That's S-H-U-K-E-S-A-N-D-G-I-F-F dot com. As always, we would love to hear your ahas on the Anchor app. On our website, on the embedded Flipgrid, or by tweeting at us, sending us an email, or talking to us in real life. I'm Kim Polishuk, and I can be found on Twitter at Kim Polishuk. And I'm Jen Giffen, and I can be found at Virtual GIF with two Fs. Thanks for listening to Shooks and GIF. And as always, have an aha, give it a go. Shooks and GIF is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. For more great content, 
go to voiced.ca.